you listen to this podcast, chances are financial freedom is a huge priority in your life. This started out as a strictly financial podcast, but now we talk about other ways to live your best life. Truth is, you've got to be good with money to live your best life. So talking here with Howard Deckers, he is a financial freedom coach, an entrepreneur, and a multimillionaire, and he is literally on the road all over the place, living out of his RV, living his dream life because he had a plan. His plan is super easy to obtain, and he's got a plan for you. He wants to see other people, as he has dedicated his life to it, to obtain financial freedom and live without boundaries and live the life that they want to live. So give us a listen and also consider joining Howard Decker's program. You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hello, hello, everyone. It's time again for another episode of For Better Self and Net Worth. And you guys know I'm very passionate about money management and financial freedom. So today I have a multimillionaire, entrepreneur, financial freedom coach, Howard Deckers, who has achieved so many things in his life, so many amazing things, and has made all his dreams come true. And he is going to give us a lot of value today and also talk about his journey to being a financial freedom coach. So Howard, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Well, for thank you, me. Ellen. Yeah. Happy to be thank, here. You. thank you. I'm excited to have you. If you would like, go ahead and give us a background on yourself and how you got to where you are today. Um, well, I guess it goes way back to my childhood, obviously. Uh, my dad was a tool and die worker. Um, he never made more than $35,000 a year. And we moved to a neighborhood where two streets down is where all of the millionaires lived, the wealthy homes on the lake. And all my friends <clears throat> lived in those big houses on the lake. So I spent most of my time in those homes. And they had every toy imaginable. I mean, you name it, they had it. I didn't. And I'd go home to my dad and say, hey, can I get a mini bike? Hey, dad, can I get an ice boat? Can I get a snowmobile? Because I grew up in Detroit. Um, and he said, no, son, but if you want those things, you got to get a job. You got to earn money. Um, and so that's basically what I did. But 
those big homes, I knew that that was the lifestyle that I wanted. Okay. And I knew it from a real young age. Um, even though I had a great upbringing and my dad did an amazing job as a factory worker, um, I knew I wanted more than that. So uh, from the very beginning, I thought that the only way that I could become a millionaire or financially free was to own a business. So when I graduated from high school, um, I went to college and there's a big story behind that too. What, what really forced me to go into college, I started following my, <clears throat> my dad in uh, Tulandai. And at 18 years old, I cut my finger off. And I did that in a machine in this factory. And immediately, I never went back. And I'm looking at two fingers were cut off. They saved one. And I'm looking at this at 18 years old thinking, oh, my God. And that's when I went to college. And I knew I wanted to be a businessman. So my, uh, my concentration was business and economics. And that's what I graduated with. Uh, and then I, you know, I started, I think, 28. Actually, actually. No, at 28, I opened up my first business, and then I've had maybe 20 different businesses since then, moderately successful, but I was able to up my income. In other words, I would all of a sudden hit 100000 a year, then 200000 a year, then 300000 a year. But in my late 30s, my wife kept saying, we're not saving any money honey, we've got to start saving some money. Because I was no different than 78% of the people in our country. I was living paycheck to paycheck. And as I earned more money, I bought nicer things, bigger houses. Um, but I wasn't really saving or investing. So back when I was a kid, when my dad had told me that I had to earn money to get what I want. He also said, but you need to save 10% of everything you earn because that's what he did his whole life. My dad worked for 35 years at Chrysler Corporation, retired at 55, and then him and my mom went out in a motorhome and traveled the country. <clears throat> so he most he ever made was 35,000 a year, but he saved 10% and invested it Today, he has over $3 million in the market that pays him $85,000 a year in dividends. Now, he had told me that that's what I got to do back in my teens, but I didn't listen to him. So in my late 30s, I started saving 10% and sometimes more, and I set up automatic investments. And um, so that has grown to billions um, and three months ago or three years ago I had a business that I sold I did really well with that business and that's when I decided I'm going to retire and live the life that I want to live 
So I did that. And for the first year, I found I was extremely bored. I was almost getting to the point of being depressed and I couldn't figure it out. And so the coronavirus hit, what, two years ago now? I don't even know what it is, but it was- a year, it, Yeah, a year and a half. Yeah. yeah, it was about two years ago. It probably happened two years ago. So two years ago, I'm bored out of my tree. I no longer have a focus in life of building for something. I really believe that if people have a goal that they're shooting for, it makes life a lot more exciting. So what I did is I wanted to put a PowerPoint presentation together to teach my two kids. They were 17 and 18 at the time, or no, 16 and 18 at the time. I wanted to teach them how to be millionaires. So I put this beautiful PowerPoint presentation, but before I gave it to him, I says, I want you to invite your friends over and I'm gonna teach them how to be a millionaire. Now here's a multimillionaire that wants to teach your friends. I mean, I remember what it was like to be 18. I wanted it, but nobody was there to help me. So I said, I want you to invite him over and I'm gonna teach them how to become a multimillionaire with an hour PowerPoint presentation. So about 10 kids came over and I did it on my big screen in my living room and I blew them away and I, it blew me away that they didn't know anything that I was teaching. And I really believe we all should have learned this stuff in high school. I really believe we should have learned how to succeed in a capitalistic society in high school, 12th grade and college. So yeah. <clears throat> so, so I had such a good response from these kids that I went to all of my sister's uh, um, kids and they were amazed and they were actually now setting up their automatic freedom plans. And then I went to all my ex-employees, my last business I built, I had 155 employees. And then they went through my class because I used to do it live on Zoom. You know, I'd have 20 or 30 people on my screens and I would love it because you could actually see their faces and they could ask questions. <clears throat> so then it was, it, it, it was like crazy that it was like, oh my God, this is my new passion. This is what I want to do. I want to teach people what I know, and I want to teach people how to become financially free the way I did it. So it's now morphed into, it's all online. It's a seven module um, course, one hour modules, where I take them from the beginning. I show them how money multiplies. Most people doesn't, don't understand the concept of doubling or compound interest. Um, and I show them how a simple $50 a month in 30 years can grow to $113,000. So that's the first thing I do. Then I teach them budgeting. I've developed a one-page uh, Excel spreadsheet plug-and-play budget because the first thing people have to do is they got to understand how much money is coming in the household and where it's going. And then the next thing I do, and I think this is the most powerful thing I do where they open up their mind, 
I have a money mindfulness module where I actually physically show them how if they have a normal job and they're money mindful, they can be a millionaire in 30 years. And and I have some examples. You may want to ask me about those examples. And these are things that we don't understand. And if we did, I promise you, every 35-year-old could be a millionaire at 65 if they pay attention to money mindfulness and then set up. And by the way, my course, by the time they go through my course, their financial freedom plan is set up and running on autopilot. And they have access to me through Zoom calendar invites where I don't care if they call me five times and there's no additional charge. So I'm traveling the country in my RV. I'm in my RV right now. Um, and it's so amazing. I'm doing exactly what the hell I want to do. And I'm playing pickleball for three, four hours a day in the morning. And then I set up these kind of things so I could meet new people. Um, it's just incredible. So that's kind of like you asked me about my background and I just talked, I think for an hour without taking a breath. Sorry about that, but that's where I am. No, it's super fascinating. And I remember well, before we started recording, when we got to talk and you said, you made a great point. You said, you don't have to own your own business to be a millionaire. Correct. And you're Correct. talking about everyday people who are making a Correct. median salary or even below median salary becoming millionaires. Well, obviously, if it's above median salary, it's going to be easier to become a millionaire. But what if they don't become a millionaire and they have $800,000 in 30 years or 40 years? I mean, still, you know, I, right. I, I can't promise everybody to be a millionaire, but I can promise if they follow this program, they'll have 500,000 to 3 million, 30, 40 years down the line. And I'll show them how to do it. And it's not, you know, it's every one of us, technology is our best friend when it works, okay? Today, it's very simple to take, let's say $50 a month. And by the way, I'm going to show you how to find two to 500 a month. You don't even have, know you have to go in your financial freedom plan. And I'm going to show you that if you want me to. I'll, I'll just tell you how to do it. It's very easy for somebody to set up one time. Okay, I want to take $50 a month out of my checkbook. I want to put it into this brokerage firm. I love Fidelity and I show them how to do it. And then we're going to go into safe vehicles that average 10% index funds, which I love. And you probably love too, because I know you're a finance person too. Index funds can make, they'll average 10% in the, and they're low cost. So um, it's very easy for anybody to do that. Now, a lot of people, when I was doing my live classes, they would say, oh, there's no way I can le learn to live on 90% of my income. I say, bull, bull. I'll, you do it within three to six months, 
you won't it won't change your lifestyle at all. You're just being a little bit smarter. <clears throat> so, you know, whether it's a millionaire or two million or three million or five hundred thousand, it's a whole hell of a lot better than goose eggs. <laughs> you know, so uh, just one more quick thing. A lot of people, 78% of the country is living paycheck to paycheck. Yes. And one and, ask about yeah, that. And one of the reasons why is they're afraid of the stock market. They're afraid to learn this thing that we need to know. There's so many people out there trying to sell us how to become a multimillionaire. There's, they're training on us how to do puts, calls, options, and all this stuff. I'm nothing about that. I am simple. Comes out of your checkbook, goes into here, set up one time, and then invest in index funds. And I show them how to pick index funds. And I show them the ones I'm in. I'll show them my stock portfolio and how great I'm doing in it. And it's index funds. Um <clears throat> So it's, they don't need to become rocket scientists in, in finances. They don't need to learn what an option is, what a put is, what a call is. They just need to understand the concept. If you put 50, 100, or $500 or $1,000 a month over in this brokerage, this is what it should look like in 20 years, 30 years, and 40 years if history con continues to repeat itself. <clears throat> and <clears throat> they don't have to know anything. You know, there, there's one girl, actually, girl, she's my niece. I told you I went to my sister's. My niece had $40,000 that she thought she was doing great. <clears throat> in, uh, actually, it was in Fidelity, but it was in a brokerage account. It wasn't invested. It would take, 2,400 years for that $40,000 to double. So what I did is I explained to her that maybe over the course of the next six months, eight months, we'll take, you know, uh, $5,000 a month and put it in Fidelity and put it in index funds. And we did that over a course, I can't remember, seven, eight months. And now it's like, it's growing. It will take, remember I said in a bank account or a brokerage account, it'll take you 2,400 2, years to double. In index funds, it'll take you 7.2 years to double. So that $40,000 will be worth 80,000 in 7.2 years. In 14 years, it'll be worth 160 some thousand. Now, are these exact numbers? No, but these work. And I have proof that it works. And my dad has proof that it works. And 10 years ago, I opened up two funds from both my kids. I put $200 a month in it for about 10 years. I invest, I've invested $25,000 into both of their funds. My son's today is worth 96,000. It was 25,000. My daughter's is like 87,000. <clears> that will now keep growing. So let me just 
So, and this is proof. And by the way, I, sh I show this proof. I put something together. So my daughter who has 86,000 today, she's 18, but I'm saying at age 20. In 10 years, it'll grow to 336,000. Not, I'm sorry, it'll grow to 232,000 in 10 years. In 20 years, it'll be worth 630,000. In 30 years, it'll be 1.7 million. Now that's if she doesn't do anything else with that 86,000 because it's gonna keep doubling. However, if she's smart <clears throat> and listens to her dad and continues to put $500 a month automatic from her checkbook into a Roth IRA, it will be worth 336,000 in 10 years. Over a million in 20 years, it'll be worth 2.8 million in 30 years and 7.8 million in 40 years. She did nothing but set up 500 a month into these, this brokerage fund and then buying maybe three or four index funds. So this stuff works and it's simple. And it's, it's just exciting stuff. Yeah, that's so fascinating because whereas most college students, so you've got two children in college, most of them are graduating six figures in debt from taking out student loans unless they had a full scholarship or parents helped pay for college. But you're seeing more and more stories about people graduating and paying on student loans until their 40s. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's terrible. But your kids are ahead of the game. Absolutely. Well, college, college is paid for. But, you know, that's another thing I talk about in my course, prepaid college, which is the best investment you can make into your kids. I mean, I, for five years, I put $200 a month into prepaid college. 100% of their uh, tuition is paid for. I also did a 529 plan. You know, I did quite a few things. You know, my kids are a little bit spoiled. Okay, but I was fortunate where I had the money. I just didn't put it all into my own fund. I put it into funds for my kids. And I talk about this kind of stuff um, in my training. But. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier on that you think the reason almost 80% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck, and you're saying that they are fearful of investing. That is a big, huge, they're for the stock market. They're afraid of index funds, fearful of investing. What other components do you think contribute to people living paycheck well, to paycheck? Obviously, the main one is we want it all. Yeah. We, we want everything. We, our lifestyle changes each time we get a race because all of a sudden we have more money in our checkbook. So we believe we have more money. And, and we look at things like monthly payments. Oh, I can afford. $500 a month. And so we keep raising our lifestyle and we're failing to pay ourselves first. If, you know, this, this is a good way here. Here's, here's the big reason why half of those 78 percenters won't be a millionaire in 30 years. Here's the big reason. They don't understand that each paycheck that comes in from their household, 
they should know where that money's going. And at least 10% of it should be going to themselves. See, the reason I didn't start when I was in my teens to save 10%, like my dad told me, because words are not enough. You can't just tell somebody, save 10% and you'll be great. You've got to lead them and you've got to show them why and what the benefit is. And then you've got to show them how. That's why I didn't do it for the first 20 years. That's why I didn't do it until I was in my late 30s. My dad said, son, you got to save 10% of everything you are. Okay, dad, great. Okay, I didn't do it. Because he didn't show me how or why. And that's the whole theme of my course is to show people why and then show them how. Let me give you, let me give you a beautiful example. Every one of these people that are living 78, 78% of the people that are living paycheck to paycheck, they don't understand this following concept. Starbucks is the first example I'm going to give you. <laughs> you don't know how many people go to Starbucks and spend $5 five times a week, especially college kids. College kids got to have that Starbucks fix. They're spending $5 every time they go in there. And that's not a lot of money. But $5 five times a week for a month is $100 a month. My proposition to them, and this is called money mindfulness. I don't want to take your Starbucks luxury away. I know you really love it. But instead of going five times a week, I only want you to go. I want you to cut that in half. Instead of spending $100 a month at Starbucks, I want you to spend 50. And then I want you to set up an automatic withdrawal from your checkbook. And I want you to, it'll automatically go into your Fidelity account. And then two days later, I want that $50 invested in three index funds, you know, that are averaging 10%. You set it up one time. In 30 years, that $50 that you were giving to Starbucks, you just gave it to yourself, will be worth $113,000 your, in your account. And remember how I told you I'm going to show people how to find the money that they don't think they have. Here's the next biggest offender of financial freedom, car payments. Oh. We, go into a, we go into an auto dealership and they show us, oh, it's only 500 a month or it's only 600 a month. And we in our head, oh, I can afford 600 a month. This is my proposition to people who go through my course. You don't know how many people I know that have six, $650 a month car payments. They got these cool cars, Mercedes, whatever it is. And, you know, they might be in sales and they're making $70,000 a year. So they want to look good in their. I said, this is what I want you to do. Sell the car and then go buy another nice car but I want your payment to be $325 a month, half. And then I want to set up, automatically take $325 out of your checkbook that you were giving to the bank to pay for that car. And I want you to automatically have it transferred over here. Again, this is set up one time and then it works for 30 years 
behind. In 30 years, you will have $740,000. Now, that's two things that I just gave you. 740 and 113, that's almost 900,000. That's you're almost a millionaire. You simply change two things in your life. And I could take it a step further. Women and makeup and you know how much they spend on their hair and and how much they spend on their clothes if we really pay attention let's say um a woman's spending three hundred dollars a month on makeup spend two hundred dollars a month on makeup and take 200 and you know every advertiser in the world is out there selling to you guys oh you got to buy all this makeup so that you look good and you, you want to know me? I think women are more attractive without makeup. When they look like that innocent, they just woke up in the morning, but they have to pop that makeup on because they're sold that that's what they're supposed to do. So the point is, that's just another thing. By the way, men are the same way. Men are spending a lot of money on facial stuff also. But if you look at, and that's where the budget comes in at the beginning, we start out, this is how much you're coming in. This is where it's going. I want to know how much you're spending on makeup. I want to know how much you're spending on your car payment. And then we're going to find the money so that you can be a millionaire in 30 years or 40 years, by the way, just because I got something up right here, that car payment of $325 a month, that was going into your account in 40 years, if you have 40 years, be worth $2.3 million, just the car payment. And it's crazy. Yeah. You know, so you look like you're probably in your mid thirties. Yeah. Okay. So the way I look at you, you have 40 years till you're 65, no 30 years, right? 35 years, 35. Yeah. Okay. You have 30 years. So you have 30 years. So you're 65. That means um, 30 divided by seven. That means you have four and a half doubles in you before you want to start taking your money at 65. But if you, if you wait a little longer and you don't take your money to 70, okay, start living your lifestyle. That means you have um, 35, 45, 65. You have 35 years. Seven in the 35 is now you have five doubles in you. Meaning if you have 10,000 in, and I'm, I'm breaking this down, I'm using seven years. In seven years, it'll be worth 20,000. In 14 years, it'll be worth 14,000. In uh, 21 years, it'll be worth what, 80,000. In 28 years, it'll be worth 160,000. And then your last double, uh, it'll be worth double that. So the point is people got to understand the concept of doubling and compound interest. So it's just real quick. If a, if a 20 year old simply invests $95 a month until age 65, they will have invested $21,000 and it'll be worth $1.5 million at age 65. 
to 21k to 5 million right that's incredible wait a minute let me uh and while you're looking for that, I just want to say, I really like what you said about, well, car payments, because I do love my car, but I hate the payment. And I hate it even more just after we talked about what that car payment could equate to instead of just a nice car. But I have, most of my listeners are women and I do have very strong feelings against, and I grew up loving fashion, loving makeup, loving anything girly, but you've just brought back some feelings I have against the cosmetics industry, against the weight loss industry, even a lot of these companies. And, I, and I'm not saying this about all the companies, but some of these companies that women invest into and start selling for, they prey upon the insecurities of other women. They Absolutely. prey upon, Hey, your skin's not great enough. You need to look 10 years younger. You need to, you know, the makeup. I used to have a strategy when I went to apartment store to avoid the cosmetics counter because these women were trained to make you not like the makeup that you're wearing and show you how they can make you look and what they perceive is better. And I think I have, and growing up, it used to be frowned upon so much, but I love thrifting. I love taking clothes, going to a clothing exchange and wearing something that you know, another woman may not like so much, but making it my own. And it's not to say I don't love going to TJ Maxx or Kohl's every now and then and finding a nice new outfit, a nice new purse, but the money people spend on just a handbag that everyone else has just so they can feel a certain way, just because they can have a perceived, you know, feeling of luxury and the way these industries encourage women that they have to have all these things. They have to look a certain way to be successful. It's appalling if you think about it. Right now, I get it. You know, it's funny. Um, <clears throat> once, you know, in a little while, you'll probably tell people how to get more information on me. But one of the testimonials is from a 45-year-old woman. And she, and I, I, I haven't listened to it in a while, but she said something like, I could be financially free today if I would have realized this many years ago, but I love luxury cars. I'm spending like seven, $800 a month on cars because it makes me feel good. And she actually says, man, I wish I would have knew this stuff 20 years ago because she'd be sitting there with a big pot of money. So it's like we just spend, yeah. you know, I mean, think of think of there's I, I would probably say. If we go to our closet, 25 percent of the stuff in our closets, we might have worn one or two times. Absolutely. I mean, think of that. It's like because we're all the same and I'm the same way. I mean, you can go to my co- my closet. And I have stuff in there that I haven't worn forever, you know, maybe one time. And I'm a guy. Yeah. <clears throat> and the, you know, the conspiracy theorist in me wonders if a lot of this marketing towards superficial items is to kind of keep us from being us broke. Free. Keep yeah, us broke. Keep us broke. Our society wants to keep us broke. So we're continuing working for the oh, man. That's. That's such a, that's not the man, but the politicians. 
Yes. Why aren't they teaching? Why aren't they teaching us how to become financially free in high school? They don't want us to be. Somebody made a decision. So it's almost like, and I hear this from people all the time. It's almost like, and sometimes, sometimes I have to question, and I'm, I'm not sure I'm not in that category, but I'm trying not to go in any one category, but it's, they're trying to keep us broke so that they can give us money or give us things so that we keep voting them back in. Yet we're even, all broke. Or even the concept I mean, they're, they're the ones giving us jobs. They're not the ones giving <laughs> us jobs. Maybe for some people, but it's the but They're the ones teaching us. They're yeah. the ones teaching us. They're the ones who just decide the curriculum of, and there's no financial literacy taught in high schools. Think about that. I mean, I mean, think of this concept of doubling. Isn't it exciting? To so think? it's very exciting. And it should and, be taught in schools. And, and we're not taught that. And I remember growing up in school almost being scared into paying attention and working hard because a lot of teachers say, hey, if you don't pass this standardized test, you're not going to be successful. You're going to be poor. If you don't learn geometry, you're not going to make any money. You're going to be mm-hmm. poor. You're going to be broke all your life. And that I had teachers literally tell me that if I didn't learn what they were teaching, I was going to wind up broke. But then you see actresses, rappers, you see plenty of people that learn the business concept that can't repeat the same dates back to you when Columbus sold the ocean blue or, you know, couldn't do basic algebra. And it is very limiting and very limiting to believe, to think that you're only intelligent, you're only capable and you're only competent if you can recite back to what you were taught in public schools. Yeah. uh, It's baloney, you know, you know, the book that really changed my life, I recommend everybody, um, uh, read was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Yes. It teaches you how to use your mind and <clears throat> create anything that you want to create in life. And it was such, I ended up, I read that book 10 times. I outlined it. I still have that outline with me today. And I can access that outline very easily and just go through my summary. But We don't really need a high. I mean, we want to have a high school degree, obviously. But do we we need it to succeed? Absolutely not. My dad, my dad had a 10th grade education. My dad quit school in 10th grade. Yeah. Napoleon Hill. Right. I think he had, if I remember correctly, he maybe had a high school education. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. But that book came out in 1937. And it's been and it's and it's still uh, one of the highest selling self-help books out there. I read that book in college. Changed my life. I literally changed my life. And, you know, it's funny. Remember how I told you I was bored after I sold my company three years ago? I wanted to find out if they had a Think and Grow Rich for Kids edition. And they didn't, but I didn't realize Napoleon Hill has a foundation in Virginia where you can go get certified. 
And I took the class and I couldn't, this is what amazed me. I ended up going to Virginia, took the certification course. I didn't realize that, but I, everything that I want, that the 17 principles, they had become habit. And I didn't even know it. It was like, because I'm going through this training and thinking, oh, I do that. Oh yeah, I do that. Oh yeah, I do that. Oh, that's the key to my success. And it was like, so Think and Grow Rich is an amazing, um, it's a life altering book if you take it seriously. Yeah. So I always ask guests, so you're way ahead of me. I always ask them, what book have you read that inspired and changed your life? Because a huge part of who I am is I, I read Think and Grow Rich. I read You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero, but my life was changed. I decided to start this podcast based on a book that I read. You talk about Napoleon Hill's book. I think you're the third guest to tell me that this is your favorite book. And it's one of mine as well. It's, and it literally changed my life. Another one is Tony Robbins, Master Game of Money. I love Tony Robbins. That's an amazing book. As a matter of fact, a lot in Tony Robbins' book is part of my program. <clears throat> and I already was doing it before he started selling everybody yeah. in his and book. What's incredible is he, part of his goal is to feed the hungry. He was oh, and he's feeding, a, he's feeding a lot of people feeding a lot of people. So the whole concept that wanting to be wealthy is selfish and evil. No, no way. Want to give back to society. The best way is to take ownership of that money and use your conscience to do something good with it. I agree. I'm with you all the way. No, but, but the, the most important thing is people just need to learn how to accumulate money. And it's not bad, like you said, but if they don't have a system to accumulate money, they'll never be able to do what I'm doing. You know, you don't know how many people, when I tell them what I'm doing, that's my dream. I want to travel the country. And I wouldn't be able to do this if I hadn't set up a system, you know? So anybody and everybody can do it. They just got to learn how. By the way, I quoted you a number um, I give you the wrong number. If a 20 year old simply puts $95 a month automatically into an investment account, index funds at average 10%, it'll be worth $1 million at age 65. And they will have only contributed 51,300. So the concept of doubling and in compound interest will have contributed 952,000 of that million dollars that they have at age 65, $95 a month. That's it. <clears throat> so, so I need all of you 20 somethings listening. I think a huge chunk of my podcast, they range from 25 to 34. I need all of you to listen to this and know this and just figure out what you're going to trade in, whether it's Starbucks, lattes, clothing, what it is that you're going to give up so you can have financial freedom. Absolutely. You know, in talking about that, if you said you some, you said from 20 to 35, if you wait till you're 30 years old to start this program, you have to contribute $263 a month to be a millionaire at 65. And you will have contributed 110,000, but the concept of doubling will have contributed 
896,000. So it doesn't matter how old you are, whether you're 20, 30, 40 year olds have to contribute $754 a month. The longer you wait, the more you could still become a millionaire. You just got to contribute more. So you're going to have to go get a side hustle or you're going to have to do something. If your goal, you know, some people is I just want to be a millionaire. And by the way, once you hit 1 million, it's like now you're at a point where, oh, okay, it's not enough. <laughs> I want 2 million. I want three. I want 5 million. But I mean, that's just how it is. And then, you know, you think all of your problems are solved once you become a millionaire? No. Because now you want to make sure it's safe enough where it doesn't go away. <laughs> so, but that's, I'd rather have that problem of where I am now, just making sure my money's protected than not having any money and having to work when I'm 70 years old and 80 years old, whatever. So the smart thing is start paying yourself first. And it's really easy to do, Ella. It is amazing how easy it is to set up one time and then you just go to work. And, you know, I tell my kids, you know, I wanted my son to be an engineer. I wanted my son to be, you know, uh, an attorney or a doctor. He wants to be an entrepreneur. He wants to be like his dad. Okay. Which is fine. Um, but it's hard. It's not easy building businesses, but I tell him, Nick, with this, my son's name is Nicholas, with this program, and by the way, he's doing 150 a month already at 20 years old into his long-term fund. And um, I says, you can do whatever you want to do. You can tend bar if that's what makes you happy. As long as you're putting in 10 to 20% of what you earn, you're going to be a multimillionaire like your dad sometime in the future. So, and it's true. So it's just get started. It's get started. Go ahead. Get started today. So you're at the perfect age. You said you're like 35 mm -hmm. and, and you, you'd be starting before I did, which is great. You know, I mean, you probably already started, but I'm talking the consistent plan I'm talking about. Yeah, that is, that is incredible. Now you're talking about your program. Tell us what sets your program apart from some of the more standard, the more popular financial programs. Cause there's, there's a lot out there. There's a lot of financial coaching, Absolutely. but you Absolutely. to have a program around investing instead of a lot of programs kind of have a, a shaming around it. Right. Well, I think the main difference is I'm teaching people how to accumulate money. I'm not teaching them how to make fast money in two weeks or a month or having to learn a new trade like most of those programs are doing. They're teaching you how to be a day trader or they're teaching you how to make money in real estate. But let me tell you something. <clears throat> you need to accumulate money to be able to do some of those things. The difference between the main difference between my program and anything else I've seen out there. We set up the financial freedom plan in class. These people have assignments at the end of each module. 
there's a quiz at the end of each module so that I know that you really understood what I was talking about. It is made so that a 16-year-old can understand it. If a 16-year-old can understand it, a 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old can understand it. Even though 60-year-olds starting is getting kind of late, um, they don't have many doubles in them. Um, so when a person leaves my course, and by the way, I have a price so anybody, I'm not going to make a million dollars on this 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 company. The name of the company is Howard Decker School of Success. My goal isn't to make a million dollars. My goal is to break even. That's all I want to do. Break even. I don't want to use old money to fund it. And um, so I've priced it so that anybody can afford it. Um, but when they're done with my course, their financial freedom plan is set up and running on autopilot. All they have to do to go to work. And no matter what amount they decide they can invest, if it's $10, if it's $50, if it's $100, if it's $500, I don't care. Just get it started so that eventually you can turn that $50 a month into $100 a month coming out of your checkbook. Because here's the big biggest issue. If you don't get that money out of your checkbook, you're going to spend it. And that's Carl Parkinson's law. It's a finance law that said demand will consume all available resources. And what that simply means, if you're putting $5,000 a month in your checkbook, you're going to spend it. And, and, and so that what you want to do is you want to create an environment of economic scarcity so that that $500 a month is coming out and going over here so you can't spend it. You are forcing yourself to be financially free sometime in the future by taking it out of your checkbook and putting it into your brokerage investment account. So, and that's, that's key. So again, I don't know of any other program where the person leaves with their financial freedom plan set up and running. And if they have a problem setting it up in class, you know, because it's all online now, all they got to do is do a calendar invite with me and set up a, a meeting. And I will, you know, a lot of times I might not be available the exact time they pick, but now we're communicating back and forth. And many times it's email. Some of them, I give them my cell phone. I don't care, you know, and when they need help, my goal is to get somebody from doing nothing to doing something that will allow them to one day live the lifestyle of their dreams and to be able to do what they want, when they want, and how they want. And I'm living proof that this thing works. My dad's living proof. My son and daughter account I started 10 years for is already almost $100,000. And they're only 18 and 20, you know, and that's going to just keep doubling. And they've, what do they got? A 20 year old to 65 is 45 years. How much is seven into 45? Seven, <laughs> seven into 45 is about seven is 49. So six and a half years. They have six and a half doubles in them. 
on that $100,000 that they have that I started 10 years ago. Freaking this stuff works. You know, it's just, we don't know it. It works. And that's what people need because a lot of things I've seen focus on, you know, they're focused on, well, you know, I have to pay off my debt before I start investing. But if they're uh, investing, it's going to help them in their growing it. That's going to help them pay off their debt. They don't necessarily have to worry about their debt if they are investing and growing money the way that your program allows them to. Right. Well, you know, I have a, I have a module that's how to get rid of your debt. <clears throat> in that module, you know, a lot of the gurus out there, uh, Dave Ramsey and a few other ones says, pay off all your debt. Yeah. Before you start investing. I don't agree. I didn't do it that way. Okay. I had credit card debt up to yin yang at one time and I paid it down, but I also started my accounts and it was so exciting to see the growth of those accounts as I saw my debts going down. <clears throat> so, you know, the Dave Ramsey's of the world are going to tell you, you got to pay everything down before you yeah. start. I disagree. I put a little bit in your investment, whether it's $50 a month, put it in there so you can be excited to see that growing. But now it's exciting to see your debt going down, but why not have both excitement? You know? Yeah. So. And the guy that you just mentioned, he's super popular in Tennessee. His headquarters are in Franklin. It's pay cash for everything. But you realize most people are in a situation where they can't pay cash for everything. They can't just get rid of all their debt as soon as they can. Yes, that may work for some people, but a lot of people are in a financial situation where money is tight. It's going to be a lot easier for them to pay themselves sooner on and accumulate money than it is to follow a stricter program. Right. Well, I don't basically agree that they should pay down their house. Okay. Because I mean, look at the difference. If, if, and I can prove this, that let's say they got a 3% mortgage payment, you know, 3% loan on their mortgage. You can earn 10% on that money in the market. So you're actually up six and a half percent. So as you're paying down your house, so I don't agree with everything. Dave, Dave Ramsey's a lot wealthier than I am. Believe me. Okay. I'm financially free. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm doing okay, but I'm nowhere near as good as Dave Ramsey, but he's been doing it for how long? 30 years. 30 years. And I've been doing it for two and I'm not saying I'll ever get to be where he's at because I don't, I'm not really trying to make big money on this. I'm just trying to help people get accumulating wealth, you know? So, so I'm with you there as yeah. far as debt, you know, I mean, you don't want that. And so there's some Dave Ramsey thinks all debt is bad. I don't agree with that. You know, I own three Walgreens properties. Okay. And, you know, each Walgreens is $4 million. Okay. I didn't have the money to buy those. I went, I got a loan. I put, I put money in, you know, I remember I've been accumulating wealth and that's what you want to do as you accumulate wealth. It opens up the doors for you to be able to do things that 
the normal person can't do. So I have a big loan on each one of those Walgreens, but I'm making $25,000 a month on those three Walgreens. So if I didn't go into debt, I wouldn't be making that cash flow. You follow me? Yeah. So I don't believe that all debt is bad. You know, I believe in high, I mean, if you, if you can pay down your car quickly, do it. You know, I think anything over 4%, maybe you should concentrate. Definitely credit cards. You, 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 credit cards are like, I think the average credit card is 18%. And that's a lot. So those you want to pay down quickly, even with your fund growing. So I had a lot of credit card debt when I started. You know, so um, I don't think all debt is bad. No, so. no. And especially real estate, because, yeah, you're paying on that debt, but real estate, especially here in Nashville, I strongly regret not buying something in my 20s. I just didn't want the oh, I know. But now I'm looking at what, how much real estate has grown. And I now know. people are coming in paying overvalue cash offers. I'm actually staying, this is my friend's house. This is, um, she inherited this house and remodeled it. And she was able to do that with the money she made on a townhouse that she had. Super. So she's, I mean. Yeah, I don't, I, you know, the thing is, um, so the townhouse was an investment property for her yes. or she lived there. <clears throat> okay. And- I was paying $500 a month in her mortgage. I'm paying over twice that to rent my townhouse. Right. Right. Well, you know, that's good. But, you know, let's take take me for an example, which same thing. Um, I have a home in Deerfield Beach, Florida, that my ex-wife lives in. It's right on the intercoastal. Um, but I live in an apartment. I have a penthouse. I pay $4,000 a month for that apartment. Not, 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 but, but I've run the numbers. If I wanted a comparable lifestyle, I'd have to spend about $900,000 on a condo, which means I have to put $275,000 up front. But my expenses are going to be double. So if you take that amount I would be paying a month on that condo and compare it to what I'm paying apartment, I will blow it away owning the apartment over that condo because at 10%, remember every seven years, it doubles. And I ran the numbers. So when I was young, I was taught that you have to own real estate. Now I own real estate. I have a home that's paid for. I have, I have three Walgreens that I'm paying for. Okay. So this apartment makes financial sense to me because I'm funneling a lot of money into vehicles that earn 10%. So um, I don't think it's terrible to rent. Probably when I get older, I'll cash out and buy a $400,000 condo or something like that. You know what I mean? But right now I'm still in my earning years. And I want to earn 10% or more on my money. 
if I take it out of the market, I'm not gonna. And that condo isn't gonna appreciate, that condo isn't gonna double every seven years. So <clears throat> yet that money, that $275, $1,000 that I would have put in on the down payment on that condo will double every seven and a half years over here. It won't double because the value of that condo isn't gonna double every seven years. It's not gonna happen. So that's how I justify it. So. I love that. Yeah, and there's so many outside of the box ideas. And I feel like your program is going to be a fit for more a wider demographic of people than some of the other programs are. Oh, I, I agree 100%. I, you know, for the price of this program, it is an absolute no brainer. It's just a matter is does somebody want to put in the effort to get their financial freedom plan going or not? Yeah. And if they're willing to put in the effort, it's easy. It's not difficult. They'll come out knowing a little bit about the stock market, which is cool. And just a little, not in-depth stuff. They'll know a little about the market. <clears throat> And, you know, I'm not going to talk about cryptocurrency. I'm not going to talk about data. I'm not going to talk about stuff that takes a lot of time to understand. If you don't understand, you shouldn't be putting your money in anything. Okay. Um, now, for the people that say to me, oh, you're going to teach me about cryptocurrency. Everybody's saying this is where I'm going to get rich. I'm not going to. The only thing I'm going to say about cryptocurrency is I'm not in it, okay? I'm not saying you shouldn't be in it. <clears throat> so if you want to go into cryptocurrency, this is what I think you should do. Let's say you're putting $200 a month into your long-term financial freedom plan. Don't put uh, the whole $200 into index funds. Put 20% of it into cryptocurrency. That way you at least got your long-term financial freedom plan going. Am I gonna say cryptocurrency is amazing? <clears throat> no, there, it has no track record. It has no fundamentals. It's all, it's safe. Somebody's telling us it's safe. Do you know that I, my email was hacked uh, last week? Somebody was sending email to all of my, trying to get him to click on a link. Do you know that July 2nd, the biggest ransomware cyber hack took place in the United States where millions of businesses couldn't get into there? I was one of those. Okay. So when these cryptocurrency people tell me, oh, there's no way, you know, there's no way it can get hacked. Bullshit. Yeah. You know, you know bullshit. These people that are doing the hacking, they are high level people, highly intelligent. You have to wonder right. if this is not for, they're not setting this up to kind of limit the wealth that other people can potentially have. I don't know, but I'm not, by the way, I'm not negative on cryptocurrency at all. I don't know enough about it. Um, I'm, I'm at a stage in my life that maybe once it becomes mainstream, I'll become an investor. So what? I didn't get in it. 40,000. I mean, it's like $40,000 now for a, 
<clears throat> for one of these, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? It, uh, you know, it's, 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 uh, you know, when somebody starts telling you, you can double your money in the two weeks, I, I guarantee you 99% of the people lose their money in two weeks. It's, 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 it's uh, um, I teach something that has been, that's worked for a hundred years. The stock market has gone up 10% a year for a hundred years. Index funds are amazing. It allows people like you and me to own Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft, Apple, and 500 of the biggest companies in the world or in the United States to share in the benefit. It's like a lot safer than betting on cryptocurrency or even invest and, and betting on one stock, you know? So, and there's nothing wrong with betting on one stock. By the way, I'm in index funds, but once you get going with index funds, I have nothing, no issues with investing in different companies because there's another whole strategy that I employ for building dividend wealth so that when I get older, I'll have, remember I told you my dad uh, makes $85,000 a year in dividends? Well, I'm also building that. So index funds is to accumulate wealth and then we can start going into good stocks if we want later on that pay dividends, <clears throat> you know, so, but to build it, index funds, it's safe. You don't have to worry about anything. You don't have to look at the market every day and wonder how I'm doing. It's uh, long-term proven to work. <clears throat> how about the index funds? So tell Tell the audience, tell everyone in that is listening, how they can work with you, how they can find you. Okay. It's real simple. HowardDeckers.com. And that's uh, Howard, D-E-K-K-E-R-S.com. Um, you get all the info on me. I have a half hour free training on there also. So somebody can do the free training even before they decide to take the course. Um, they can also do a Zoom with me before they take the course. If they want to talk to me before, oh. <clears throat> talk to me before. Um, and then once they're in the course, they can do a Zoom 15 minute meeting with me. And if they don't understand something or whatever, I'll, sometimes we share screens. Sometimes when we get into module five is when we actually set up our financial freedom plan. Some people get stuck. I'll, we'll do a Zoom, we'll share a screen, and I'll say, okay, now do this, now do this, now do this, and then they're set up, so. Wonderful, and I'm going to put this in the show notes. I'm also going to put your Instagram in there. Okay, which is Howard Deckers. Howard Deckers, and you guys are going to get so much amazing value from this program. I know, just listening to this episode, I've learned a lot. Cool. Oh, great. So I know this is going to be so valuable to everyone that is listening and help them get closer to their financial goals just by hearing this podcast. And of course, get even closer by working with you. Okay, wonderful. Well, one thing I can tell you, um, I'm the real deal. 
I have passion for this. I love, I love it when people have their plans set up, especially when I help them, when they can't figure it out on their own. And it's like just last week, a 35-year-old that took my course, um, I helped her and it was set up. I says, you're on your way. You know, and it's like so exciting for her. She's doing $500 a month into a Roth IRA that's investing in index funds, which is, it's just exciting stuff. So you got to put in the effort, you know, you got to set it up. But once that's done, it's autopilot. All you got to do is go to work, make money, and create that environment of economic scarcity by taking that $50 a month. It's no longer in that checkbook. You're not going to spend it. And you're on your way. And it's, you know, what's amazing is I even show you how if I do 500 a month, I have different calculators. I show you where to go. So you can motivate yourself. This $500 a month at 10% is going to be this much in 10 years. It's going to be this much in 20 years. It's going to be this much in 30 years. Remember when I told you my dad just gave me words? I don't give words. I give words. I show how, and I show what it's going to look like in the future. That's how you keep people motivated because that's where we're going. That's where we want to be. And so it's, uh, it's pretty cool. And it all started because I wanted to teach my two teenagers how to become financially free. Yeah. And this is, <clears throat> this, I feel like this is your way of giving back to the world and creating Absolutely. more wealth and the people that need to be wealthy. Right. You know, one last thing, and I've been thinking about this and I've never, I've never even brought it up. Everybody can afford my program, everybody, I don't care who they are, but if somebody contacted me and gave me a good enough excuse, I'd probably give it to them for free. Okay. So, um, I don't want to, I don't want to advertise that you can do my course for nothing because I spend a lot of money on this course and I spend a lot of money in the background. I have a marketing team, you know, I have whatever cost a lot of money but i'm there if somebody really is going to step up to the plate and say i want to be financially free and they i i, I charge 97 dollars for the course which is nothing wow. no that's nothing but if they can't afford 97 dollars, we'll figure something out yeah but i'm telling you i don't care who it is my my 18 year old daughter can afford and I, I mean she she worked selling ice cream over the summer she was making 340 dollars a week or that might have been every other week but anyway she was i mean take 97 dollars of that hun and take a course so yeah. anyways yeah babysit uber do whatever you gotta do to make that 97 dollars Right. But next time you see that Kate Spades surprise sell, just completely ignore it and know that you're going to be growing wealth in the future with this course. Right. Fantastic. Right. Well, is there any parting advice that you want to leave everyone with? Any words of wisdom? You've got plenty, but anything you want yeah. lasting. Well, uh, obviously in, and it's not just my self-interest, it's your interest. Go to howarddeckers.com. 
there's a lot of information on me. Obviously, you got to be able to trust me to invest $97. Um, just get started and understand that you'll especially have this mentality when you're done with my course. You've got to look at every expenditure that you make in life. And you need to cost justify it in your own mind if you want to be financially free. If you're going to buy something and you're going to get the monthly price, think to yourself, okay, instead of spending $300 and I only spend $250 and put the other $50 over here, how's that going to change my life? So everything that we're spending money on, you will automatically think, should I be spending this much? Maybe, honey, we can get away with spending this much instead of this much and then take the difference and put it in some index funds. You know what I mean? So just make the effort to understand how much money is coming into your household and how to learn how to pay yourself first. And I've just told you how to do it. Take the course and you'll have the right mentality to get to wherever you want to go. And years from now, look at 70% of us. No, it's 75% of us are going to reach age 65 someday. <clears throat> the rest are going to die. It's just, that's just to Google it. Okay. So 75% of us are going to be 65 someday. You're either going to be broke or you're going to be financially free or somewhere in between. <clears throat> Go for being financially free. It's in you. We all can do it. So take the course and let me help you get there. So that's, that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And I cannot wait to see more testimonies from the listeners in how they have grown their wealth working with you. Well, there's testimony, a lot of testimonials. I have a couple oh, podcasts already. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Super. Well, thank you again. Wonderful. Well, it was great. I enjoyed meeting you, Ella. Enjoy meeting you as well. I love what you're doing. You're helping people, you. which is wonderful. And uh, we're both on the same page there. So yeah. let's just uh, enjoy life. Enjoy life and create more good in the world. So you know what I'm doing now? You're my only appointment today. I'm leaving here. I'm meeting a friend at one o'clock and we're going to go hike up a mountain <laughs> to a waterfall. <clears throat> so I'm doing what I want to do. So can you. So can we all. We can all do what we want to do and have the life we want. Make it happen. Keep moving forward. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Ella. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, it's Ella, the host of For Better Self and Net Worth podcast. I wanted to, first of all, thank you for listening and supporting an independent podcast. 
I'm an aspiring motivational speaker and marketer who wanted to give a platform to other risk takers, empire builders, and out-of-the-box lifers in the world. By listening, you are showing support for everyday folks like you and myself pursuing the lives they've always wanted by ditching societal norms and dedicating time to others. To show more support, feel free to leave a review on iTunes and subscribe on Spotify. You can also find the show on iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcast, and many other independent platforms. Thank you again for listening, and I hope you are feeling inspired. Oh, 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 oh